one. Boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, join us as, uh, for an illuminating conversation where we're going to explore the remarkable journey of body balance system, the power of red light therapy, and the company's commitment to excellence and quality in the health and wellness industry. Let's get this one started. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life, prestige, wealth, freedom, it can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It could be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you. And welcome to another episode of Business Plus. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today we have an inspiring guest, the founder and CEO of Body Balance System. Now, he embarked on a mission to help his daughter with a rare genetic disorder, leading to the birth of a groundbreaking red light therapy technology. In this episode, we're going to delve into his incredible journey of how his personal mission transformed into a thriving company dedicated to health and wellness. We'll also explore his uh, innovation behind the Abotion ULT bed, which is going to correct me and make sure I get it right here in a second. And the most Ovation. effective red light therapy, Ovation, yeah. And the most effective red light therapy solution in the industry. So let's welcome to the show, Mr. Michael Lando. All right, Michael, welcome to the program, my friend. Hello. Thank you. All right, man, I want to start off with the uh, first question I always ask, which is everybody who comes on the show is here to promote something, to talk about what it is they do. If you can explain it so that a fifth grader could understand it, what is it that you do? Uh, we manufacture red light uh, therapy beds. Red light is good for pain relief, muscle recovery, fat loss. Uh, it was developed by NASA quite a few years ago to, for use with uh, the astronauts. Um, fat loss kind of was a side effect of what they were using it for, but probably around 10 years ago, it kind of hit the commercial market and has just exploded. It's really an amazing product. Who's the uh, ideal audience for this? Are we talking people who are just about to get into shape, uh, athletes that are conditioning on a regular basis? Who's the target audience here? You know, anybody in pain, um, yeah, athletes for working out. Uh, it's a great, you know, post uh, recovery system. Uh, it'll help with pain relief before and after they work out. Again, fat loss. Um, you know, there's really anybody that has any kind of those issues. It's great actually for some skin conditions, um, helps tighten the skin a little bit, um, things like that. We're more focused on the pain relief and muscle recovery and fat loss. Tell me a little bit about your background. I, I mentioned in the intro that you kind of stumbled upon this, like it was something that you were trying to fix for your daughter. Tell me a little bit about your background. How'd you figure this stuff out? How'd you get into this space? Well, actually, so yes, my daughter was born without the instinct to breathe. You know, it's a pretty serious thing not to be born with. So she spent her first six months in the hospital, um, came home. We basically had a mini ICU at home. Uh, we had 24-hour nursing, and that was life. Um, so, you know, her mom and I, we felt very strongly about getting her out of the house as much as we could. 
So, but to get her out of the house, it was her and 120 pounds worth of equipment. So we would buy twin strollers and they would last maybe a month to a month and a half. And I got tired of buying those. So I developed my own, it was kind of like a jogging stroller, but it had no rear axle. So we could put all the equipment down underneath. And so while I was, well, after I had developed that, um, going to hospitals and doctor's offices, they were freaking out and people were telling us you got to start a business and sell those. So in between that time, we moved from Seattle area to Orlando for her health reasons. Um, and I'd met a guy down there, um, kind of helped me a little bit with the development of that more of the sales side of it. And then he introduced me to another guy. And then a couple of years later, that other guy called me up and it's like, Hey, you know, I'm battling cancer. I'm doing it naturally. And I'm using these ionic detox foot baths as part of my treatment. He goes, I know you like to develop stuff and he goes, you need to look at this and, and make these but they're way too expensive. You know, if you can get them a, a better price and put them in the hands of a lot of people that could use them. So that was kind of how the business launched. Um, that was in 04. Um, I finally got the product to market about 05, about the middle of 05. And, you know, I did maybe $40,000 in sales. And towards the end of that year, I was like, huh, maybe there's a business here. Um, so I'll maybe I'll, you know, I, I built a website and then in 2006, we did like 1.2. I mean, it just, it exploded. And so through the, you know, the business in the times when the economy was crashing, you know, there was the bank crash period and, you know, a couple periods throughout the history of the business, you know, I had discovered that our customers loved us. They loved our products. They had a lot of faith in us because we had a good product. So during those tough times, I would just start developing new products. And that's kind of what led to the red light. About nine years ago, I learned about the red light and got into that. At the time, there was maybe a handful of us making them. You know, now I, don't, I couldn't tell you how many people make it. Let me ask you about your path into entrepreneurship. I mean, it sounds like you've always been developing things kind of uh, on your own. It's kind of a passion that you have. Um, was entrepreneurship a path that you had prior to your daughter or did it kind of become your life afterwards? Um, originally, I wanted to be an architect. And in probably around, I don't remember exactly, around seventh or eighth grade, I actually started drawing house plans for people. And I would make, you know, maybe $1,000, $1,200 a year doing that, which, you know, seventh, eighth grade, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but, it is. You know, as old as I am, that was a lot of money. So, yeah, I've always been kind of, you know, like that. My dad was never somebody who would buy us many toys or anything. But if it was ever um, anything we needed to build something, he would always help help you out. And I just, I kind of came on my dad's side of the family. It just along generate, you know, many generations of people who built stuff. So that's kind of how it all got started. Yeah, you're, you're a problem solver. And at the end of the day, an entrepreneur is successful when they can solve a problem. Uh, then they got to be able to sell it naturally is what you kind of learned in your first uh, round there where you only sold 40,000 units. And then all of a sudden a small little change here and there, and, and it kind of blows up. 
Um, if you are able to kind of give some advice either to the younger version of yourself or to entrepreneurs who are just getting started, what advice would you give them in the entrepreneurial space, creating things, people who maybe want to maybe see themselves on Shark Tank one day? What, what advice would you give to them if they're getting started today? Um, I actually tried out for Shark Tank one time. Um I would just say, you know, I've always, you know, right or wrong, I've just always had the attitude that if I could think of, if I thought of the idea, it can be done. Um, so I've just never, in a way, I would always love it when people would tell me that can't be done. Um, not that I was trying to prove them wrong, but it was just kind of motivation to me to figure it out. So I guess my advice would be is, you know, if you have a product idea or a business idea, just believe in it, you know, a hundred percent and pursue it. And, you know, with the internet and now, you know, I'm just getting into using this AI and there's so many tools out there that we have to, you know, figure things out and solve problems and figure out how to market and all that kind of stuff. You and I come from a different time. If we didn't know something, it was really difficult to get the answer. Whereas today, the answer is just right there at the palm of your hands. There should be no reason that anything is stopping you. You're also uh, in a unique situation where you're creating a product. You stumble across mistakes often. It just teaches you what, okay, that didn't work. Let's move on to the next thing. But mistakes can be very limiting to a lot of people if they don't value them as a lesson learned. What are some of the greatest lessons you learned and some of the mistakes you've made in entrepreneurship that kind of have shaped the way you go into a new project today? Um, I think one thing is, you know, and I know it's probably some people have egos and they're afraid to admit it, but I'm just, I've never had that. And I've never been afraid that I don't know something. Um, you know, as far as this business, I know where my strong point of the business is. The, the business side of the business isn't as strong of a thing for me. Um, so it's just a matter of trying to find the right people to help me with that side of the, the business. But um, I don't know. I don't know if I answered your question. Well, no, I mean, it, it, you did and you didn't, right? The, the strengths and weaknesses that you kind of came across, it's, it's really difficult for, I think, an entrepreneur, for people in, in general to be that self-aware, to understand what they know, what they don't know, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, and then kind of find that help that comes along to kind of supplement those weaknesses. Um, did you ever struggle with anything when it came to bringing on the right people? Because I'd imagine there's people who can supplement some of those weaknesses, but not necessarily as an advantage in your business. I've stumbled upon a lot of those people. Um, and I think the more you go through it, unfortunately, many years ago, I had a consultant and he just kind of, I forgot what it was. We had something that ended up costing me a lot of money. And he goes, you know what? You just need to look at that as part of your college education. You know, it was a lesson learned. And I think the more you go through business, uh, you know, it really is a learning curve. You know, in the beginning, you'll hire any consultant that will tell you, oh, we're going to grow your business for you. You know, do they ever, you know, do they do it? Most of the times they don't. So I think after a while you start learning, okay, I need to ask this person this question and, you know, what, okay, give me what your goals are going to be and let's put some timelines to this and, you know, start holding a little more accountable. That was something I don't think I did in the beginning is held them accountable for what they were doing. Um, but yeah. 
Yeah, managing people is uh, is a difficult task uh, to do. And and managing them, motivating them, and then guiding them in the proper direction. Whoo, that's the uh, that's the golden uh, I guess pathway for the for the CEO. That's what a CEO should be able to do, and it's something that not all CEOs have. And we got to learn as we as we kind of go through. Um, I also love the the you know there's the business success, but then there's also the success of the product. So when you have a product like yours that is helping people with physical ailments, helping them get in a better pathway it's almost um i guess much more appreciative of what you're doing because you see those success stories kind of happen do you have any of those case studies that you can share with us where you have people that are just in immense pain or struggling with something utilize your product and get that benefit out of it um yeah i mean you know i've had this company for almost 20 years now and or i started it almost 20 years ago and I, I, there, I have so many stories of people, you know, what our products have done for people. I, I have to, you know, say it is probably one of the most rewarding things of this business is, yeah, you know, sure, it's great to have a business and pay your bills and, you know, you know, experience life maybe, you know, a little bit nicer and better. And, but, you know, the fact knowing that you're doing it and you're helping people is just, it's been amazing. Um, we've had people one of our earlier products you know we had great success with people with lyme disease we still sell the product but that's our ionic detox foot bath Uh, i know countless people with lyme disease you know we're always you know i'd get emails thankful your product's so great it's helping me you know then we got into the red light kind of the same thing a lot of people um you know with weight loss fat loss um we've had lots of great stories of people you know in intense pain um you know experiencing you know great relief you know maybe going from a 10 in pain down to like a one to three you know enjoying life much better um we've had some people um, one thing red light is also very good for wound healing um we have some we've had a number of people like with burns and you know major surgical scars and stuff you know that we've heard back from you know telling us how great our product helped them out for that so yeah, it's been it's been great that way. You said that uh, now you have a lot more competition. There are a lot more people creating and using the red light therapy. Um, but there's a reason why your customers come back to you. There's a reason why they they purchase from you your product itself. What do you think it is that your company does best? Why do you think those customers come to you versus the rest of the competition? Um, I think for me, I'm just um, I'm very. I like to know I have a good product. It's very important to me. And I'm not just jumping in the red light and, you know, bandwagon to make a quick buck because it's becoming incredibly popular. Um, so I've put a lot of time and effort into designing and developing our bed and red light. You know, if you think of like a, I don't know if you've ever used a pressure washer, but the water comes out of the nozzle at an angle. If you need to have something that's really stubborn, you got to get that nozzle right up against it because that's where the the water is the most powerful. It's the same thing with red light. So the red light comes out of the LED diodes at 120 degree angle. So the light is its strongest right at the source of the LED diode. And what we've discovered is I, I don't think many of our competitors realize that or maybe they just don't care. 
So they're, you know, putting out these products, but the problem is the light is too, you know, can be anywhere from an inch to a foot away from the client. Um, so they're just not getting the strength of the, the light, like in our bed. So our bed is designed and when the canopy comes down, it's laying literally right on top of the person. And then they're laying on a bed of lights. So they're all within maybe a quarter of an inch to a 32nd of an inch away from the light source. Um, and that is incredibly important. So we've actually gone out, we have a special meter that you use to measure what is called milliwatts centimeter squared. It's kind of like if I told you my car has 500 horsepower, you would, you would understand what that means. Well, in red light, it's milliwatts centimeter squared. And so what we've also discovered is a lot of our competitors are reporting the milliwatts centimeter squared off of their diode in its raw state. So they're measuring directly on top of a diode and getting these high numbers. On our bed, if we did that, we would get 128 milliwatts centimeter squared. But then when we put a 132nd inch piece of plastic, clear plastic over it for the barrier between the light and the person, it drops all the way down, you know, into the 70s. So our, because of the design of our bed, we're able to use thinner plastic, whereas the competitors, their plastic is a structural member because it's supporting the person laying on it. So they're using like eighth inch thick plastic. And when we put an eighth inch thick piece of plastic on ours, our diode, it drops all the way down to 31. Then if you add just like a quarter, maybe a half inch gap, that'll drop down into the low teens, into the single digits. So what we've discovered is a lot of our competitors who are marketing saying they're, you know, 85 to even as high as 150 milliwatt centimeters squared, going out and putting them the meter directly on top of the plastic that, where the contact with the body is, they're all in the low teens to the single digits. And, you know, research shows that you should be between 30 to 100 to get an effective, you know, session out of it. Let so, me ask you about those sessions because, um, I mean, obviously the the amount that you're getting is going to vary based on the product that you use. But how often should somebody be coming in for a session and where do you go to have these sessions? Is this a product that's at home or is this a product that they go to a hospital, to a gym? Like where do you where do they utilize it? Um, a lot of our clients are like chiropractors, spas. After since COVID, now spas are becoming the biggest market for us. Um, we, you know, being in Las Vegas, we're fortunate. We have some great spas down on the strip. Um, so we've gotten into a few of those, um, and more coming. Um, now we've kind of caught the attention of some major chains. So we have a major high-end luxury chain, major high-end luxury chain that is now interested. Um, we're launching a program where we're going to do a rev share. So we'll actually place the equipment in the location at no cost to them and then share the revenue out of it. Um, and I was quite surprised that these big companies would be interested in that, but they love it because they don't have any capital outlay on the product. They just get to start making money. So, um, so that's kind of a new program we have going. Um, but yeah, like weight loss, gyms, um, Again, the spas, wellness spas, anything like that. Alternative wellness is really starting to get big. Um, and I forgot the numbers. You know, it's like a, I don't know. I want to say it's like around a, alternative wellness is around a two to $3 billion industry. 
I could be wrong on that, but I forgot what it was. So. And how how often should a consumer come in for that kind of treatment? Is it is there like is is every day too much? Is it like once a month? Uh, how long is each session? Um, it kind of depends on what they're using it for. Somebody that's using it for weight loss, um, they only need about a ten minute session because everything that's going to happen is going to happen in the first seven or eight minutes, and the body has done as much as it can in that session. For weight loss, they should wait about every two to three days to use it because uh, the body needs like a day or two to recover from the first session. Uh, if they're using it for pain, muscle recovery, really, you can use it every day. I mean, my sales director, he comes in and uses it every morning. So, and uh, what is what is a session like that run? When you go to a spa, I'm, I mean, imagine eating that spa is very pricing depending on what kind of treatments they have all over. But on on average, what can a consumer expect when when utilizing this? Um, I would answer your other question. Sessions range between ten to twenty minutes. On our bed, we have a ten, fifteen, and twenty minute um, selection. Um, session prices really kind of it is all over the place. Um, I've heard as low as $40 a session and like Aria down on the strip, they have a number of our beds and they charge 120. However, you know, you're getting the use of the spa and, and all the other services with it. So I guess it really kind of depends on what you're able to offer the client. But I would say probably right now, the average price is around 60 to $75. Prior to COVID, it was about 120 to $125. Yeah, but again, when you're using it at a spa, you're getting all kinds of other accessible benefits that are that are available at that spa, which is super cool. Now, as a business, you said you were struggling with uh, finding team members to kind of help you grow the business aspect of it. Um, but I, but my question is more geared towards the consumer. As you create these beds, as you build that technology, is there anything that you're working on to make the experience better for the client in the long run? Yeah, we, we already have a lot of that. So all of our competitors use the tanning bed design, which was great for tanning, but it's terrible for red light. The biggest reason being the distance from the diodes. Um, but one of the other issues is if you've ever been in a tanning bed, they're kind of concave or a lot of them are concave. So if you think of the clients for red light, they're in pain, they're overweight, elderly, trying to get in and out of that concave bed, it's tough for them. We've actually had a woman that purchased not too long ago from us. And she told me the first time she went and used one of those, she had to crawl out the end of the bed to get out of it because she couldn't get over the side of it. So our bed is in a zero gravity design. So you're in kind of like, it almost feels like you're sitting in a recliner. Um, so it's very comfortable to lay in. Uh, it makes it easy to get in and out of because of the, the design of our bed, we're ADA compliant. So people buying our bed can qualify for a $5,000 tax credit. Um, then we also incorporate what we call a frequency massage into the bed. So now when the person's in the bed, rather than just laying on a hard flat surface for 10 to 20 minutes, they're now actually having an experience and it's a vibrational massage. It's not just a mono, you know, vibration, it's constantly going up and down in pitch and intensity and, and all of that. It's helpful for the process of the red light, um, especially when it's being used for fat loss. Um, but it creates the experience while they're in it 
but it's also helping to oxygenate the blood. So when they get out of it, bam, they feel kind of a, you know, burst of energy or, you know, some energy and they feel good. They get out of it and they're like, wow, you know, that was a great experience. And so you want them to, you know, to go tell their family, their friends, oh my gosh, I did this, you know, body balance system, red light therapy bed. It was amazing. You know, so yeah, we, you know, so we already have a number of features that nobody else even has explored in the industry. Um, but yes, I am always, you know, being an innovator, I guess I'm always, you know, trying to develop new things for it. So I'm currently working on a, on a new design that will be our next generation bed, but it's probably six months out from being ready to go. As is already sounds like a very relaxing experience that somebody's going to have if they use this red light therapy. Where do you see your company going? I mean, as a, as a visionary, I'm sure it's always a little bit more, a little bit better, a little bit better, grow, grow, grow. Um, as a CEO, where do you see your company going? Um, this new division that we're launching the RevShare side, um, I'm very excited about that. And cause it's not really being done much in the industry. We're, kind of want to hit it really hard and in a way kind of disrupt the industry. Um, but we're really, we're targeting more the, you know, the, the big chains. Um, we have a contract that we're just finalizing with a company that has a little over a hundred locations across the country, uh, early negotiations with the hotel chain. Um, so that company will, you know, technically be buying the product from body balance system. So, but as in, in, a, in, you know, a whole, um, right now, my goal is to get the companies, both companies built up and hopefully sell in about two to three years. And then That's off to my next project, I have another company that I want to get going. That sounds like a like a visionary for sure. Always working on that next project. If people want to find out more about the red light therapy, they want to find out more about the beds that you have to offer. Uh, how can they do that? Uh, they could visit us on our website at bodybalancesystem.com, um, or our social is uh, Facebook is Body Balance System uh, official on Facebook, and Instagram is Body Balance System LV. Perfect. Perfect. Michael, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, anything that can help some with some of that pain or some of that fat loss, these are some good things. Plus, it's, it sounds like a really good experience that they're offering, especially with the vibrations and the massage. I mean, that's exactly what you're looking for. Michael, thank you very much for being on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And thank out. you. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast, podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today. Hey.